Even if you don't consider yourself to be an ocean lover or a beach lover, you cannot deny the magnificence and power that the ocean holds. And you certainly cannot deny its importance to our ecosystem and to every living being on this planet. That's why, as conscious beings, it is up to us to take care of it. But that task can seem really daunting nowadays, which is why SandCloud is here to help. Not only do they offer products like reusable straws and water bottles to help reduce your waste, but they also donate a percentage of their profits to organizations that help not only preserve the ocean, but clean it up as well. So what are you waiting for? Help us save the fishies today by shopping with sandcloud.com. And you can even use my code MACG15 to save 15% off. That's sandcloud.com. And the code is MACG15 for 15% off at sandcloud.com. Welcome to my human design experiment. Hi, and welcome back to Mystical Mac. This week I've... Wow. We'll get into this episode. Uh, But before we do, I just want to, first of all, thank you again for coming back. Uh, And if you're new here, welcome. Um, Before I take a real deep dive, (laughs) just want to remind you guys that if you're interested in my podcast, then you might also be interested in my blog. So check out my website, mysticalmac.com, mysticalmac.com. You can get information about my card readings, about my blog, and I post poetry, I post prose pieces, I I post every day on there. Um, And you can also check out my YouTube channel, which this podcast is recorded on video and put up on my YouTube channel, and I also post a new video every Friday. So check that out, and of course, follow me on social media, I'm at Mac Guerrero. And I have a Snapchat, I have a Facebook, I have an Instagram. Now, if you guys are new here, you may not know, but if you are not, you could probably tell that my voice is not 100%. It's because I've been staying up till all hours of the night lately, and part of the reason for that is because I have been hanging out with a person that I really enjoy hanging out with, and... No, I haven't been spending, or (laughs) I haven't been staying up all night because me and this person are getting physically involved as much as we are talking and going on little drives and, well, he's a bartender, so the night usually starts with me closing down the bar with him, or rather keeping him company as he does so, and... And then from there, we lately have been going to this one diner that's open till 4 a.m. Um, and around town. <laughs> but I'm not here to talk about these specifics, but rather... I can already feel myself putting up so many walls right now, just in talking about him. 
why would you talk about it on your podcast? This is so new. Don't ruin it. Don't jinx it. Yada, yada, yada. He's someone that I've cultivated a really beautiful friendship with. It's funny because tonight I told him. I told him that I was resistant to the idea of him and I beyond anything other than a friendship. Because the way that he looks at me. How I didn't know what to do with it. And he said, you still don't. Or he alluded alluded to that. He's right. He looks at me like he wants to know me. Like on on a deep level. Looks at me like he wants to take a deep dive into my soul. And I chose to title this video, this video, this episode, The Safe Choice. Because above all things, the way that I feel when I'm around him, when I'm with him, even when I'm not, is safe. And you know, I almost titled this podcast episode, I almost cried a thousand times tonight. Because... There would be moments where I would just listen to his words and really feel the truth ring through and under and around them. And there weren't words. There were just swells of emotion. Parts of me chiming in every now and again. One part saying. Do we really deserve this? Another part saying yes we do. Another part just. Sitting in sheer awe. Of this place that I found myself in. You know, when he and I first met, I looked right past him. Right past him. He tells me he remembers this one conversation that we had where I was talking to him, but I wasn't really, really talking to him. I wasn't really fully there. And... And... For some reason, he kept coming after me. (laughs) Not in a predatorial kind of way. Not even in a hitting on me kind of way. Just somehow he... He kept 
holding that that little candle of potential for whatever connection we might forge. And at first it was very much a friendship. It still is very much a friendship, but there were no tones of anything else. It was just friendship. And I remember talking to him about the fuck boy that I talked about a couple episodes ago. Talking to him about other fuckboys. All the while having this knowing in the back of my head that he saw me like that to a degree. A mutual friend of ours even a long time ago told me that he thought he and I would get along together. And that made me even more resistant and you know... I wonder, I don't wonder, I know. You see, the reason that I used to go for fuckboys is because I used to think that I had something to prove to myself. That in picking, in picking the dangerous choice, I was being some sort of brave. I was... It's only now that I realize what a load of bullshit that is. And when he and I would hang out, he'd just pick me up at my place and we'd go somewhere, go for a walk at a park or in front of a fountain or at that really pretty exhibit at LACMA called Urban Lights with all the lampposts. And we'd just talk and he'd have these moments where he'd look at me. And I would feel myself clinching and backing away. Because I knew that on a real deep level I could I could be vulnerable. It's not that I didn't find him attractive. Like, a few weeks ago, more than a few weeks ago, a friend of mine had a going away party because she's going to Thailand. and, And he was there because she and him were involved. That's a whole story. And there was a hot tub. It's like a pool party thing. And I'm not gonna lie, man. He's really fucking hot. Like, really fucking hot. So it wasn't that. It was just this. I was still in fuckboy land. I was still in make the dangerous choice kind of land. I didn't know what to do with with someone whom, for whatever reason, really wanted to know me. It's fucked up because on the way home, 
tonight. I, I hung out with him tonight. And on the way home, I kept thinking about all the things that I was going to talk about on tonight's podcast. And and now that I'm here recording, it's like everything is slipping away. Because this this is the most vulnerable that I that I've gotten here. And he and I have only kissed. And don't get me wrong, I want his hands all over me. (laughs) And I trust him more than anything. It's beautiful. I'm not his girlfriend. He's not my boyfriend. We're not even thinking about any of that. But I can trust that that I have his undivided attention. I really wasn't sure if I was going to find that in this town. Not just that, though. Although, that's such a large part of it. That trust. He, um, (laughs) helped me realize something about myself recently, and it's that I'm a very competitive person. (laughs) And I don't like competing for a man's attention. And that's what I was doing with fuckboy hunting. Willing to partake in this stupid competition that doesn't even really matter. But with him, there's none of that. It's just me having to face myself. Over and over. Tonight something shifted. (laughs) He and I, um, and our mutual friend, the one that said we'd get along together... We um we were sitting there and this said mutual friend he um he's a good guy. He's also a good guy that takes very little accountability of of things of things that he doesn't wish to be true. I don't know how to say it, but it's not even what it's about, so I'm not going to dive deep into that. But 
there are certain conversations that I can't have with this friend of ours because I know he's not going to take ownership over his actions. He's just not. And I can't deal with that. Or at least I can't have that conversation if that's going to be the case. And so I just don't. I just say that I'm not having that conversation. And being who he is, this friend of ours pries and goes further and pokes and starts saying shit to just get a goddamn reaction. And today is sitting right in between them. And this friend of ours is talking his shit as he does. And I just told him I'm not going to engage in that. I'm not. He's like, why not? I'm like, because you're not going to take accountability, so I'm just not going to engage in that. And I went to the bathroom because I was like, I need to get out of here. And so I went to the bathroom and I came back. I have to pee too, but, you know, a part of it too was like, thank God I have to pee. (laughs) And I came back and he was not the friend. This guy I've been hanging out with, he, he was essentially explaining to him why I'm allowed to not have that conversation. And as he kept prying and prying, this my guy kept standing up for me having the conversation that I wasn't willing to have because he knew he could sense how I felt he's attentive and kind And honest. I'm scared fucking shitless. I've never been so scared of something before it even started. But it's not fuckboy fear. It's not. It's not fear of. It's not like fear of getting involved because this is bad news. It's it's fear of getting involved because if you ever if you were to ever tell me that just things changed in the drop of a hat that would be a real hard thing to get over. I would I know that I can get vulnerable with him. That gives him power. But I trust him. I trust him because I feel safe with him. I trust him because... Because of it.
this is a lot of silence I'm realizing for a fucking podcast. It's because there are no words. Oh my god. There are no words, just happy tears and scared tears and more happy tears. If he's listening, if you're listening, you're not the second choice. It just took me forever to get with the fucking program that maybe I should be choosing people who choose me. And he's chosen me from the get-go. And even when I didn't see him, when I didn't remember his name, In his weird little subtle ways, he kept choosing me. And now I'm finding myself hoping that he never stops. (sighs) And I'm crying because... Because whenever my body feels anything heightened, it cries. Like, the energy needs to be released some way, so it cries. You know, how I said that I wasn't going to entertain anything seriously unless it can withstand at least six months of casually... These are not casual feelings. But at the same time, I... I don't want to rush this any any one bit. And the way that things are going, it feels like... Well, it feels like a great pace. So I've made, for once in my life, what feels like the safe choice. I guess I could say that my ex-boyfriend, I felt that degree of safety, sure. But this is different somehow, this is like a step up, this is... I felt safe with my ex-boyfriend, but there was this sense of I had an idea of who he was. And I didn't really fully know. With this man, I... It just feels like I know. The safe choice is a good choice. <laughs> and certainly not safe in he's gonna be complacent or this or that. Like, no. He's already helping me grow so much. But he does so in this way that just 
he proves to me over and over again that I am a priority in his life. And that feels amazing because I've never really had that. And there's a part of me that was really hesitant about making this episode because I'm like, fuck. Is talking about it on here, like, gonna ruin it? You know, is it gonna be... Should I just keep this, like, this little well-kept secret? But I realized that I wouldn't be honest with myself and I wouldn't be creating an authentic episode if I didn't talk about it. Here it is, an entire episode dedicated towards this man that I didn't even remember his name, and now, now I crave his kisses. I can't wait for the next time that I see him, and I'm hoping it's only a matter of days. Which, to be honest, I'm sure it will be. I'm asking myself why I was ever... ever hesitant in the first place. And then I hear a little voice inside of me chime in and say, you had to make sure he felt safe. You had to make sure. Because it's him. I don't want to speak too soon because this is all new, very new, but I have a sneaking suspicion that if it was just him for the rest of my life, that might be okay. But don't tell him, okay? <laughs> Not yet. That's today's episode. <laughs> I like someone and I'm kind of freaking out because for the first time and to be honest, what I think is forever, this is a man whom really deserves the feelings that he's eliciting within me. (laughs) I always had a feeling he'd be incredibly remarkable. He is. Thank you for listening. I hope to catch you following me on social media. I hope you watch my YouTube channel. And I hope you check out my website. I read tarot cards, if you're interested in that. And I write poetry, and I write prose, and I just share my life. Just in a different medium. I love you, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Mystical Mac. 
For future episodes, click the subscribe button. And if you'd like to help me spread this podcast far and wide, it would be awesome if you'd leave me a review. You can also check me out at mysticalmac.com for some poetry and a little bit about my card readings. Thank you so much, and I'm so looking forward to next week.